0: what's up y'all it's jenny i have no idea what i'm doing but i've always wanted to start a podcast i figured why not so here we go Hello friends! Happy Tuesday! I am so excited to do a podcast this morning. I have made the decision to start releasing new podcasts every Tuesday, so make sure to be looking out for that. But I was trying to think of a topic that, again, I feel like needs to be chatted about, but I feel like some people maybe don't go over it or they avoid it. And so the topic today is going to be one that I feel like a lot of people, maybe, maybe it makes you feel uncomfortable. And that is dealing with difficult customers or, and or difficult situations. And I'm sure whenever I said that you probably already have a scenario that came to mind or maybe you're experiencing it currently, but it happens. It happens to everybody. Um, It's not typically something that you want to like, you know, like, I don't know, post about in public because I would not recommend doing that, but it is something that happens a lot. And I feel like, you know, it's hard, like the first couple of times that it happens and you just don't know what to do and you're frustrated. I feel like a lot of the times, you know, people get upset probably in the worst moments, which makes it very stressful and adds more stress to your plate. Um, but it's definitely something that I think if addressed properly, it makes you grow as a person, as a business owner, as a business in general. So I definitely think it's something that's very important to chat about. And I'm just going to give like a few experiences of my own. So just totally like exposing myself on this one, but I feel like it's something that happens. Like maybe the same situation has happened to you. So... Like, uh, for example, we, I'm trying to think of probably one of the hardest ones that I've had to deal with. One of the ones that was always like a reoccurring situation that I don't really experience as much anymore, but I definitely experienced it a lot whenever I was wholesaling and that was issues with the mail. So if you're somebody that heavily relies on the mail as, you know, the method to get your customer their product I am sure you've probably had some pretty crazy situations where packages have gotten lost. And I wish I could give this person credit, but I can't remember if I read it in a book or a podcast or somebody told me about it, but sometimes like, you can still resolve a situation without agreeing with a customer, if that makes sense. So sometimes, you know, You know the customer's in the wrong, but it's not worth arguing. And keep that in mind. It is not worth arguing with a customer. Just figure out, ask them, how can we fix this so that you are happy or can be happy with this situation? Just ask them, what are they wanting you to do to resolve whatever the matter may be? and that will make them feel like you really do care, and that will help the situation get resolved faster. I'm sure if they're being really ugly, you probably don't want to ask them that question, but one thing that I've learned when dealing with conflicts is it's better to just kind of take a step back, take a deep breath, and don't have this like emotional attachment to it. Don't think that they're talking this way to you. They're just mad. And unfortunately, you have to deal with it because you're the business owner. You know, sometimes, luckily, this is not something that I really had to deal with. But sometimes it may be a mistake or a mishap that your employee made. And you have to take the fall for it. And you know, sometimes that's just what you have to do. Cause at the end of the day, more people will come back after a bad experience if you know how to handle it the right way. And I truly believe in that because that is a lot of people that, or that is one thing that a lot of people can't handle, but if you can handle it properly, it's gonna prove that what kind of business you are, what kind of business owner you are and how you choose to treat your customers. Like, for example, and I can't say that this has happened to me before, but I I do know that it happens a lot, you know, for example, maybe your employee was really ugly to a customer, just like made the customer feel like, I don't know, like just uncomfortable in your store, maybe at an event or something. Maybe they were on their phone. Maybe somebody came into your store and your employee just sat on their phone the whole entire time. That's not a good look, number one. But, you know, if the customer reaches out to you and says, hey, like this happened today or like I won't be back because your employee was literally on their phone the whole time, didn't look up. And I'm speaking from the customer's point of view, because there's been a lot of stores that I've gone in and that is just a new normal. And it's just not a good vibe. Instead of saying, oh, no, she wasn't or like automatically depending on the employee's side I would just nicely tell them, you know, thank you so much for reaching out to me. I appreciate you taking the time to bring this to my attention. It's for sure something that I am going to look into because this just does not fall in line with, you know, what I portray or want to portray in my business. And I would appreciate if you would give me another chance to earn your business at my company. And just think about it. If somebody was really mad and like, you know, reach out to you and you had that response. How could they possibly be ugly to you after you were so kind to them in regards to a not so great situation? And just like with the male, You know, if the mail is lost, of course, they are going to be mad at you and not the post office. And I think that is something that I've really struggled with because somebody that does not do like mail handling or is not a business owner, they do not understand that for the most part, it's really not your fault. I mean, once the mail leaves your hands, it is in the hands of the post office. And from there, it is the post office's job or UPS, whatever to handle that mail, but I can guarantee you 99% of the time, if the mail is lost, the person that was supposed to receive it is gonna come to you, be ugly to you, ask for the product. That's my that's my favorite thing, is when they ask you to just resend it. No, but you have to explain to them in that sort of situation, as if they don't know anything about your process, the post office's process, Because they probably don't. And I think at times, as business owners, we automatically assume that the customers just know what we know. And I think that's where we really get ourselves in a bind and become defensive, because we just assume that they know our process. And We really need to do better about not explaining too much detail because, you know, some of the stuff they just don't need to know and it's overwhelming to try to hear everything. But, you know, we just have to kind of break it down for them and just explain to them like, hey, you know, I get that you're frustrated. I get that you're mad. I'm mad, too, because the post office lost a package, a product that I worked really hard on to send to you. And when it leaves my hands, it is then put in responsibility of the post office to carry on their job and deliver this package to you. So why don't we work together to come up with a solution on how we can either get your product or get a claim started and hopefully approved with the post office? Would you be willing to help me with that? kind of, you know, leave it like open-ended. Would you be able to help me with that? Because technically you can't really file a claim on their behalf if they were the ones that were supposed to receive the package because they need to go to the post office and file a claim because you don't know if they actually have it. You know, they're going to need more proof because you've done your job. You've sent the package and people just don't understand that. Some people may not even know you can file a claim. Maybe you send a package that a claim cannot be filed, which 10 out of 10 do not recommend doing that. Now, if they if the customer just chooses to, you know, select the cheapest mail, that's on them. Um, but, you know, if it's something that a claim needs to be filed, offer to help them. And y'all, I'm not talking about go to the post office and wait in line and do all that. No, just maybe walk them through how to file a claim online, walk them through how to get to the website to file the claim, send them that tracking number because they probably don't even know what a tracking number is on a package. I mean, it's very like small things that they may not know, but they really need that information that if you show them where it is and how to get it you know, they're going to be like, thank you so much. And then they can hash it out with the post office. You know, if they choose to be ugly, they can be ugly to the post office, but you know, don't argue with them or don't like be ugly to them and say, that's not my problem. I mean, that is just truly wild. And I, I've experienced that. And even though it may not be the business's fault, if they are ugly to me, I can guarantee you I'm not going to do business with them again. And in the day and age that we live in, people are such keyboard warriors. It just makes me absolutely cringe. So if there is anything that you can learn from this, just sometimes I know it's hard, but sometimes you just kind of have to swallow your pride a little bit and just, you know, ask the customer what will make them happy and how can you guys together come up with a resolution. Another thing that typically I implement, and again, I wish I could give this person credit, but um, instead of saying I'm sorry to a customer, because then you're like acknowledging that either you did something wrong, or your employee did something wrong, you're taking that ownership of the issue by saying, I'm sorry. So instead of using those words, I actually tend to say, you know, I'm sorry that you feel this way. Because you're not accepting and owning the issue, because maybe it really is not your fault, but the customer is upset. But you're still, you know, like having that like emotional, like conversation with them, like, you know, I'm really sorry that you feel this way, like, blah, blah, blah. And I think just like changing the words a little bit can sometimes prevent you of digging yourself a deeper hole into the situation. Because again, you're not agreeing with them, but you are agreeing with the fact that, you know, they are upset, like we get that they are upset. And how can we fix this? I'm trying to think of some other situations, but I think the main thing is definitely the mail. That is always a tough one. Um, And it's especially tough, you know, during the last quarter or even to like right now, because I feel like there's still a lot of packages that um, unfortunately are lost. And another thing to just piggyback off of that, I think people don't understand that, or one thing that I experienced is, you know, when they, file the claim. They just think that we're just going to resend the product. But they have the proceeds from the claim, so technically they got their money back, but that does not mean that you sent out a free product. That would mean that if they do want that product, they would then have to repurchase it from you, assuming that claim was granted, And then maybe, you know, you can do it a little faster or, you know, maybe you can give an exception on your turnaround time because you do know that it was lost in the mail. But make sure whenever, you know, you do remake the product, you verify the address. Is the address correct? Do you want to ship it through a different carrier? There was a lot of people that, for whatever reason where they lived at, anytime they got a UPS package, it was always lost. But they selected UPS as a shipping method So I would ask, do you want to send this through the post office instead? You know, just kind of put the ball in their court that way, God forbid, anything happens and it's lost again, they're probably going to be less likely to be mad at you because they were the ones that picked the shipping carrier. I never picked the shipping carrier because I never want the customer to be able to be upset with me because I was the one that picked it. Granted, it's completely out of my control if a package gets lost, but, you know, put the ball in their court. That way they're less likely to get upset with you because it may have been a decision that you made without even realizing oh, wow, this could probably, like, be an issue later down the road. Another tidbit that i really like to use, say if somebody's, like, publicly upset or what have you, you know, just ask them, hey, you know, I love using this word, hey, Susie, um, you know, we would really like to make this right for you. Can you please reach out to me so we can figure out a resolution? There you go. You know, just kind of just be, like, very upfront, but... There's any recommendation I can give you, do not argue with customers. It it never ever ends well. You know, make the resolution. If it was super terrible experience for both you and the customer, just decide that they're not going to be your customer anymore and just don't deal with that. And another thing that I will mention is if a customer is ever problematic from the start like depending on like the type of work that you do but anytime we do like customs and like for graphic t-shirts if i ever notice that a customer is just flat out just ugly from the start i will not do business with them because it is just gonna do be like an uphill battle and that is just not something that i think i deserve when it's somebody that doesn't know me i don't know them and if they're just going to be like ugly from the start, that is something that I recently started implementing. I will not do business with those type of people. Now, I won't say I'm not going to do business with them, but I, I, I overpriced their quote. And I know for that reason, they're not going to do business with me. But instead of saying, oh, you are so rude, like, I don't want to do business with you. Oh, that's not going <laughs> to, please don't do that. Like, that's not going to very well. At least that's not what I'm going to do. I am going to overprice their quote. And I know that they're not going to like my price. And then they're just going to go find somebody else that is cheaper than me. And that person will probably not have a great experience with that person. But that's okay. Because it's, it's, you know, it is not my problem. And every customer does not have to be your customer. Listen to that again. Every customer does not have to be your customer. That is one thing that I think every single business owner should learn and we would probably have such less of headaches in our business life. Stop trying to be a people pleaser. Now, this is completely different than, you know, owning up to a mistake or having to deal with conflict. But don't try to appeal to every person, especially the people that are just rude for literally no reason. I mean, if you give them a reason, that's a totally different situation. But, you know, every customer does not have to be your customer. Um, I think that's one thing that I'm so glad that I learned because it has um, just totally changed my life in a way. I have way less of headache situations. But it is hard. Don't get me wrong. It is hard. But once you're uh, like consistent with it and figure out like what customers you do want, it's so much better. Y'all will have so much more time to do things that you enjoy and less of the conflicts. So just keep that in mind. This was a sh- super short podcast, but I was on my way to the bookstore and I was like, you know what, this would be a really good subject because I feel like somebody out there, somebody listening needs to hear this and just know that you're not alone. You have to swallow your pride a little bit, see, ask the customer how you can fix it and just move on. Don't take it to heart. Take it as a lesson learned and just, you know, just remember not everyone is like that. So I hope everyone is having a fantastic week. I would love to be given some subject requests on a future podcast, so just let me know in the comments if you have anything um, specific that you want me to chat about. Otherwise, I would love for you guys to follow us on our socials. Our bookstore is coming so far. I am so, so excited. It's it's just beautiful. I think we're actually going to be opening in the next couple weeks, so I'm super excited about that. So i love for you to Follow us on Facebook. So the bookstore is called Bookish Boutique, and it has a pink logo. We're also on Instagram, and the bookstore is now on TikTok as well. Um, And then don't forget about my graphic t-shirt company. So that is J. Kelly Designs, and we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok uh, but I just wanted to thank everybody so much. It looks like we got a lot of new followers this week, which makes my heart so happy because I just love chatting with you guys. I miss my wholesale people. But if you have any recommendations for a subject, just comment them below. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.